for Jesus and take your seat. Please take your seat. This morning we are in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. This morning I want you to have an attitude of joy. Because you have come to the throne room of grace. In the book of Hebrews, I believe chapter 4, verse 16. He said, come before him with boldness. Approach the throne of grace with boldness. Where you obtain mercy and help in time of need. That is the place. And 
Amen. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So you are before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So I want you to have position yourself in such a way that when the blessing of God is coming, he will not pass you by. Amen. Amen. I want you to look into the eye of the person sitting by you and tell him that you, him or her that you are welcome to today's announcement. If the person does not look into your eyeball, it means that the person has something to hide. You know, with a white eh? If they are greeting you and you don't look into their eyes, I call you a suspect. So I remember just this past weekend, those of you who are into football, somebody was greeting someone. The person failed to look into the eyeball of the person. And the person did not like it. Look into their eyes and tell them, My sister, my brother, you are welcome to today's anointed service. The people here, you are not looking into their eyes. Are you hiding something? Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. This morning, our Father has a message for us. And wherever our Father is, the bishop is, we say, God richly bless you. you always giving an opportunity to stand before the people of God to preach unto them. Now we are all aware that this month of August is our month of student and youth. And our father has started a series with us. And one of the things that our father has been talking to us that really affects youth is pride. So over the past three weeks we've been looking at pride and the opposite also as well which is humility and we have learned in the book of James chapter 4 verse 6 that God resisted the proud but gives grace to the humble please are you here yes so we have been looking at pride what is it that that causes people not to walk in their divine blessings what is it that that prevents people from breaking out in life and we said that as youth one of the things that affects us really is pride so please if you are not you, you were not here when our father was teaching about this or when some of us was, was preach, were preaching on this particular subject I recommend that you I mean, download our podcast, Salvation Clinic International Ministry, and listen to these messages. Now, this one will continue the series by looking at another important thing that affects youth. That causes youth not to walk in their divine blessings. And that particular thing is the sin of laziness. I said, it's the sin of laziness. You are not excited about this topic. One month. Ask the person sitting by you. Have you been lazy before? Why are you Demand an answer. Amen. Amen. The sin of laziness is something that can prevent you from working in your divine blessing. And you see, the Bible says that in the book of Proverbs. Chapter 22, I believe the verse 29. He says, See thou a diligent man, he shall stand before what? Kings. So, somebody who is diligent is somebody who is hardworking. And the Bible has made us understand that if you are a lazy person, that is the devil can't stop you. 
prevent you from doing certain things. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10. The Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Every time, what the enemy tries to do is that he tries to steal our youthfulness. Youthfulness is synonymous to productivity. Youthfulness is synonymous to what? Fruitfulness. Youthfulness is synonymous to what? Strength. But you see, when you lack this understanding, in the time of your youth, you'll be lazying about. And then you have the consequences when you get old. So it is important that we really look at this particular thing called the sin of laziness. One of the ways Satan fights this period of productivity and fruitfulness is through the sin of laziness. It is therefore important that we look at this particular thing into details. So this morning we want to look at something in the book of Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6. The Bible admonishes us in that particular text. And I believe that we will all come across this particular verse in the Bible before. The Bible says, Go to the ants, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Tell the person by you, be wise. Oh, say to him, be wise. be wise. Now, what do we mean when we say somebody is a sluggard? A sluggard is somebody who is habitually lazy. Habitually. Habitual lazy person. That's his habit. His habit is that he's a lazy person. Do you know somebody like that? You know somebody like that? And it's not you. What you So you have to examine your life. Amen. Amen. Examine your life. So the Bible is admonishing us. Go to the ants. Thou habitually lazy person. Consider her ways. And be wise. Amen. Amen. So the Bible here is making a comparison between who a lazy person is and then an ant. And An ant is a very hard working insect. So the Bible is using the ant as somebody we should compare our life with. So this morning that is what we are going to do. The, the text here in the book of Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6 is an advice to all lazy people. Amen. Amen. And this particular advice I said is a comparison. Now, what shows? And through this study, but through this study, Certain things will become clear to you. And you see, the purpose of this study and the purpose of this message, and our father always says that it's like a mirror. The mirror is not something We are standing before the mirror. And your flap is open. When you stand in a mirror, you don't beat the mirror. Or you don't beat the person holding the mirror because your flap is open. What you do is that you zip up. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So, 
what we are going to learn about today, don't say that this message is for the person who is not in church today. The message is not for the church. The fact that you are here means that God wants you to listen to this message. So don't say that as as some way they are. Sister, this message No. The message is for you. Say the message is for me. As I say, say to yourself, the message is for me. The message is for me. So, what are some of the characteristics of a sluggard? What are some of the characteristics of a lazy person? Now, we want to look at this particular thing by first considering the self. Yourself, one answer. Amen. Answer. Now, the first characteristics of a lazy person is that lazy people like to sleep. Do you like sleeping a lot? He loves sleep. He really likes sleeping. You see, we all sleep. But when it gets to the point that you love sleeping, it becomes a problem. Are you here? Yes. In Proverbs chapter 26, verse 4, it says something so, the door tended upon his hinges, so do the slothful upon his bed. Oh, is it the door there? When the wind blows, That's how most of us are. We sleep I hope you are aware of what I'm saying. When the snooze. Who knows snooze here? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, five o'clock. You say you wake up at five o'clock. Alarm no boy, and I don't want to alarm with sugar, sugar and sugar and no mere snooze and also press the alarm. Charlie, stop playing, my friend. I, 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 don't mean, I want to sleep. So the Bible says, as the door tended upon his hinges, so do the slothful upon his bed. The slothful hided his hand in his bosom. It giveth him to bring it again to his mouth. The Bible says lazy people love to sleep. So you don't know whether a person is lazy or not. Look at how they sleep. They can sleep and they forget that you have to go to work. That is a sluggard. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 32 to 34, said, Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of his hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. In t- even in this scripture, we see in this scripture we see something that. Every lazy person gets angry. Amen. So, lazy is not something that has to become your habit. And as we go on with this message, we'll be looking at some of the consequences of being a lazy person. Aquadrede is not something that you should be entertained at all. The Bible says that in the Garden of Eden, when God created man, God gave man work to do. The Bible says He told Adam, name them. So even from creation, 
And the Bible said that they should multiply. They should be productive. They should reproduce. Can you reproduce if you are a lazy person? So even from the beginning, God even told man that you must work. And if you are a lazy person, you will not work. Lazy people don't like working. So look at your life. And really examine your life. What are you doing? That is not allowing your life to go the way you want it. Perhaps it's laziness. And I believe that God is giving you grace to turn on a new leaf. Are you here? Are you sure? Amen. Amen. Now, another, apart from the fact that a lazy person loves to sleep, another characteristics that you can link to a lazy person, a lazy person always likes giving excuses. They always say, I'm supposed to go to school. Why did you go to school? The weather was cold. It was about to rain, so I thought it would rain. I don't know when to change the Why didn't you watch the boss? Oh, Mirafi. Oh, I forgot. Always giving excuses. So, are you one that lies giving excuses? In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4, the Bible said, The sluggard will not plow thy, 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 that will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore, shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. Amen. When it's raining, and the ground is fertile, lazy people will say the weather is cold. So go and you see them in bed. When it's harvest time, you go to people who work out. When the weather was cold, then you go to. That is the behavior of a lazy person. Always like giving excuses. And when even it comes to the things of God, why didn't you come to church? Why didn't you have money to come? Why didn't you join the There are some people I saw now Obano. The church that they had. They don't even come with their own church. The church has made arrangements that you join the bus to church. They don't want to come to say they don't have money. The money you need for transport has provided. I tried the amount. Why the excuses? I think we have to hear me. A lazy person lies to give excuses. So the Bible is telling us. A sluggard or a lazy person will not plow by reason of the reason I said. The weather is cold. One hour I went to one clergyman. Who here didn't go to work because the weather was good? Oh, I said, can you pray? Oh, you see your talk? Oh, it was raining. It's 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 raining. But in Sotaka Krebia, over to me, I'm fine. And you can take a number like you say, it has rained. Amen. Amen. Because the Bejivisa, you come to the Speedily, you go. Breakthrough. 
you don't know anything. But I saw it As for church, you see and has rained. If there's that's why I didn't come to church. Always giving excuses. The Bible is admonishing us. Our father always said, see a lazy man. Or see excuses, see a lazy man. To be your question, he always He always find reason why he's not doing certain things. And then one by house police. Why didn't you come for house police? I went to market when I came on stage. And so, who could you Who buy no one? No big catch us a betty scar. If someone told you, and now Obi, they will come and say, "Mami, and two us in a metoy, no. Oh, hundred cities are ready. Uber Fiat Abraham. But the Benjamin in your mouth, you find all sorts of excuses as to why you cannot do it. And the Bible says, See thou a diligent man who shall stand before kings. So if you want some glory, laziness should be something should be far from you. You must be at parallel with laziness. Laziness is fasse. If it's passing here, you pass it. Don't meet it. So do not make excuses. Then make excuses for his failure to work. That's what a lazy person does. So some of the excuses that it's too cold. As we see in Proverbs chapter 20. Another excuse that they make is that, oh, it was too dangerous. Oh, it's dangerous. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 13. The slothful man said. There is a lion outside. Jatabi da bonte. Jatabi da bonte. Jatabi da bonte. Jatabi da bonte. Jatabi da Jatabi da bonte. 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 Okay. The great banquet. When the man hosted a party and sent the servant, Someone said, um, uh, I'm going to farm. I'm going to farm. Going to take off his coat. We find some of the excuses that we give. It doesn't make sense. But when it comes to the things of God, we, give those we find reasons why as why we should give those excuses. I think it's in the book of Luke, the parable of the great banquets. I think Luke chapter sixteen. Please find it for me. So the, the lazy man will give, will say that, oh, the place is too dangerous. I cannot go there. Oh, yeah, we mean to be gone. So the slothful man said, There is a lion outside. He shall be slain in the streets. That is what the lazy man says. If you are not on my excuses, so someone who did be you have to look at yourself. Our father always says that. See yourself. It amazes me. 
Look at yourself. Oh, yeah, look at yourself. If certain things amazes you yourself, you need to correct it. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. That said, said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I, I must needs go and see it. And a Jew, and banquet, they say it was a supper. If you know what a supper is, supper is eating in your But obi you see someone says, he's going to look at his plot of land. That is excuse, woman. And know that is given. Newly married. They said unto him, a certain man, no, go back to the where they were giving excuses. They all with one consent, and they all with one consent began to make excuses. They first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray, have me excused. Let's see the second excuse. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. And I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. And I don't know. And then I don't know. is going to use that. We find excuses. It, it, it is not. I mean, and yet, strange, say. Some of us that. It is not by accident. Our state. So the word of God is coming. So that we correct certain errors in our life. It is never too late to make changes in our life. That is why the message of the gospel is being preached to you. So that's the idea of one. You correct these errors. Don't say that the pastor is talking about you. The main purpose of the gospel is to bring about a transformation in our lives. So the Bible is telling us if you are somebody that always loves giving excuses, you are lazy. See excuse. See a lazy person. Say to the person by you. See excuses. See excuses. See a lazy person. Sometimes. You know, even some of us, when we have to do something, and we don't do it, and Papa asks, Why didn't you do it? Sometimes, even though sometimes the excuses will be valid, but you could have planned your life in such a way, say, So sometimes, Papa, you should do it, please have mercy on me. Because some of us, we explain and explain yeah. try to justify the reason why we didn't do certain things and we think it's, it's okay no. if you are somebody who is hard working you don't entertain excuses as we and all the excuses they give is that there was traffic traffic why don't you wake up? Say, oh, so, oh sorry, oh sorry, five. Woke up at five. And nobody you know, seven thirty. And so reported seven. Nobody do seven thirty. Why don't you wake up at four? I didn't answer no nine. So you can come early and beat the traffic. No traffic. But they be oh there was traffic. But they be also traffic. So who you be out here, business owner? There's someone who owns the business. Would you entertain such a person? Oh that's so business No, maybe you will not. Most also. Excuses should not be tolerated, especially when it comes to the things of God. Another excuse they give is that, oh, it is too windy and too cloudy. 
There's inclement weather. Due to the inclement weather. Because we sure. Some of us have become meteorologists. We look at it and we see that it will rain. Self-acclaimed meteorologists. The wind is blowing. If I go out right now, it will rain. So I won't go to church today. I want to sit beside you. Oh yeah. Uh, I was oh yeah, uh, uh, meteorologist. Meteorologist. These are excuses that will stop you from being fruitful. He that observe the wind shall not sow. There are certain things you will not do. In fact, in because you will remain poor. When it is time for you to reap, because you had this excuse and you did not plant, there will be nothing for you to reap. And then I said, and he that regarded the cloud shall not reap. It's as simple as that. Every action has its what? Consequences. You took an action by being lazy. And you see, every you see, Some people our, think, our father always says that it takes effort to be lazy yeah, than uh, to be hardworking. It takes effort to be lazy. Look at the parable of the so, uh, of the talents. The person that received one talent. The Bible said he went and dig the ground. But it's easy to do it from. It's not easy. But a lazy person. So, but the thing that you he is doing, it will not bring any fruitfulness. But he went and dig the ground so and put his talent there. But the people that had five and two, they went and worked with it. And when they worked with it, they had extra talent. They added but the person that was lazy that went and hid the talent in the ground when the master came and was wanted accountability he had nothing to show so when we say it, it takes more effort to be lazy than so, to be hard working we look at the parable of the talent he does the ground he has the strength to take the ground no they are there he did there. So don't give excuses. If you give excuses, 
It is showing that you are a lazy person. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 27. A lazy person always fails to complete a task. Your mother is going to the market. I say, uh, Kweku. He says, You sweep the house before I come. I know. I know. Wash the utensils before I come. My mother will go to the market and come. After eight hours. Consume what you have. I will pray. It's not on side. I will pray. I will pray. All because you are a lazy person. A simple task that was given to you, you failed to complete it. So any that person is a lazy person. So a lazy person always fails to complete a task. The slothful man roasted, not that which he took in hunting. A bona also so okotchen no also o roasting no dey ayen kwan pepe binu. Wa ko wa ko form aba okotchi abona ba. But he will not do o roast o nya ne she no dey about to. Musa adene da ho na say that it will be there he go back. The slothful man roasted not that which he took in hand. Oni afo no dey call ha kwaji e no am tutu on tutu. Jenna ya ka chao say yeah. What have you been told to do? You are gallivanting about. You are not doing. You are a worker in church. An instruction has come. Do this. Do that. Do this. You find excuses always. A simple task that needs to be completed. You always fail to do. Go for evangelism. Go and do follow up. A lazy man fail. To complete a task. A lazy man is constantly frustrated. You know why? Because a man who says, "Is this a woman?" When they are going to, you don't get it. No, I. It is because you are lazy. Into we are not high. We are not the root cause is laziness. It's as simple as that. We are not mentioning words here. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 25 to 26. A lazy man is constantly frustrated. The desire of the slothful killed him, for his hands refused to work. But when you get money for KFC, so you are protecting someone who will lick his finger. Was it the desire of the slothful killer? You would have got money to buy. So always your life is a life of frustration. Because the also here. そのベアオベニャサニョマウェイサニョマウォッチアスポーズダイオデザイアカンビフォルフィルドサナオベニョマコノノドウインイツオントウインオンニェツオーウェイスデスコンスタントフォストレーションデビアノワチェティバ
if you are a lazy person. Say I refuse to be a lazy person. I refuse to be a lazy person. Or say it, I refuse to be a lazy person. I refuse to be a lazy person. Chapter 26, verse 26. He said, he covet greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not. Into the beyond, it's not so you are doing anything. Because you are lazy person. I don't know who need. Into any brew be there. You are greedy. And the root of all people. You are greedy because. Yeah, shame, 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 shame. The root cause of it is laziness. Because you have what? When you break. But because you are lazy. Not or you always covert it. Root cause no, a laziness. Is from but the reason why you are greedy is because you cannot afford the thing that somebody else can afford. And you cannot afford because one found sign you refuse to work. The desire of the slothful man killeth him. For his hands refuse to work. Bible says that God shall bless the work of your hands. What will God bless you based on? How you are not working? No work, but they do it anyhow. When it comes to the things of God, you are doing it anyhow. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 10. Let's go there. Say, Cursed be the man that doeth the work of God deceitfully. Curse is he who does the work of the Lord deceitfully. It can be your own work. You go to 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 work. You go Employ, employers now. You think that they don't observe? They observe. In someone who is promoted, so someone will be promoted. And you are not promoted. And you are there. And you are, you are saying, "Say, me fear before me." But it is your own handiwork. It's because you have refused to work and work well. The uncle said, "Obia oye juma oye ni yeni biano no me ne emau ni akron." So he said, "Cursed is he who does the work of the Lord deceitful." So when it even comes to the things of God. A lazy man is constantly frustrated. Now, we've been looking at the comparison or we've been looking at the characteristics of a lazy man when it comes to self or no ankasa. Now, what is the characteristic when it comes to his relationship with others? Because so it affects your relationship with other people. Amen? Amen. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23, the Bible says something there. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Oh, may you see? May you see? But when it comes to doing the thing, you will not do it. So in all labor, there is profit. But idle chatter 
leads only to poverty. No, 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 they be an unto a pecassa. Obabaji, only Babijan, no more Casamocasa. Sa, when you read, he says, Sa time now, oh Lusuno. He could have used that time to engage in a productive thing that can yield something fruitful. Have you seen somebody on Odebia? He likes talking big. But when it comes to execution, and no way, you will not find him. And so, be our casa like talking big, Biana. Always mark such a person. When it comes to execution, you, you, you will not be found. Do you know such a person? Do you know such a person? That is a lazy person. He likes talking big. But when it comes to doing the work, you will not find him. Proverbs chapter 26 verse 16. A sluggard is wise in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Don't be wise in your own eyes. You'll be able to answer fast. But the person is here, Juma. Tell the person, but you don't be wise in your own eyes. Tell him you must work. There is a saying that do what you say. So we are all being admonished. It's not about the talks. Obi obi a comment no still. A comment no. A problem with my my fine amount. Second yet so and see a comedy. What has been put in place to make sure that the the the, the suffering now we are suffering is being mitigated? Politicians they like talking. But Kasa, that is why that which is going Bible said it is the blessing of the Lord that make it a person rich. And they ask no soul. These people, if you go after them, they will deceive you. They like talking big. But when it comes to execution, you will find them. They talk big, but they don't do what they are supposed to. Now, after looking at some of the characteristics of a lazy person, so, because every action has consequences. In the action now we're taking the action of being lazy. What are the consequences? That is what we want to look at. Number one. There are physical and material consequences. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 11. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread. But he that followeth vain person is void of understanding. See, he that tills his land will be satisfied. 
It is Bible catch a say. So we are Juma. But if you fail to work, so one of the consequences of, of being a sluggard or being a lazy person is that laziness causes poverty. Amen. Amen. Laziness will cause you to be poor. The Bible says in the book, the book of Ecclesiastes that the race is not to the swift. It means that under normal circumstances, the race is for people who are hard working, who are swift. The battle is not to the strong. Under normal circumstances, the battle is for them that are strong. So even in that scripture, the Bible acknowledges that when you do certain things, eh? You do certain things like oh sorry anopa. Okay. One or has here or sorry anopa on chuchin is here, nesi nunumon. The action you took by not brushing your teeth. Because the action of laziness, I want to choose, you know. So, laziness, and one of the things that we are talking about is that when you are a lazy person, poverty will not leave your doorstep. So, he who tills his land will be satisfied with bread. But he who followeth hey, frivolity. Please give me another version. Why? I beg you. Give me another version. Let me read mine. Enoch wants to set a trap for me. But I reject this in Jesus' name. Amen. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread. But he that followeth vain persons is void of understanding. So Bible says, so, you know, if you tell it, you'll be satisfied. And see, what, what silly as you know, so you don't plow the land, it will be hard for you to plant. So there are consequences. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 32, 34. Let's read it first. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 32, 34. I went past the field of the sluggard. Pass the vineyard of the man who lacks judgment. Go on. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles. Mm-hmm. It was covered with weeds. Mm-hmm. And its wall were broken down. Mm-hmm. Then as I looked and thought about it, I learned this lesson. A little extra sleep. A little more slumber. A little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Have you been attacked by an armed robber before? Armed robber attack you with an armed robber. I didn't think an armed robber or 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 call a bunch. No, call you your man for your man. 
Because he lacks it. Onidia. Oni. They don't have it. So the boy said, So they go and steal. He said, I, I looked and I saw. So you must look in your life and see certain signs that is making you be in the state in which you are. You must look in your life and examine yourself. So I looked. A lot of us, we don't look at our life. It's important that you do self-reflection of yourself. The way things are going in your life. What are you not doing well than discussing certain things? You must be able to look in you. Because that's what he did. So he looked. He observed. And you see, when you look in your life and you observe these things. It's not just by observing. But you must take lessons. You must take lessons. So what lesson are you taking this morning? Because from the beginning, Proverbs chapter 6. Also go to the end. Observe. So there are certain things you must observe and and not just observing, but you must learn. Please who is by the thing? So shall poverty. Oh, my make a Oh, sorry, I'm not You wake up in the morning, your mother tells you to brush your teeth. crown. You did toughest. I used to eat toughest. As I know, yes, you yes, Kaka, you two yes. Because of two decay. And now I was saying, we're feeling to me. But because the consequence of your laziness that resulted in you saying, you two sin. One year two missing one other. But you two sin one happy. I mean, you two missing. Because when we were kids, my tooth was. Oh, my make a child say, Oh, Jesus, see, when your mother is telling you to do something, oh, Papa, I catch you say, Oh, Jesus, oh, how? You think they are worrying when you? When I was a kid, Mishano, it did tough in it. Like you say, Oh, you never brush your teeth. Missy, where you two? Bakusha, I took me to do one year. Did I marry Nama? I married Nama. I don't you meet you. The consequence of my laziness has resulted in them missing you so everything you do, there are consequences. So I won't shoot on this side. It was because I was lazy when I was a kid. What is it that is happening in your life? That is the result of your laziness. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. So the Bible is telling us that if you are lazy, laziness shall come upon you. Poverty shall visit you. See a lazy person. See a person that is, I mean, that, that is walking in poverty. Again, another consequence of being a sluggard or being a lazy person is that you lose your independence. So, always you will depend on other people for your survival. Your life, your, your life will become like a schoolboy. You are a grown-up. But because of your laziness, you depend on the what? 
the benevolence of other people to be self-sustaining. You lose your independence because you are lazy. No, no wonder. I'm not saying there are people who are genuinely in the situation they are in. We have people like that. But there are some people too, they are in the state in which they are because of their laziness. So they are saying, give me this and give them. But as the message is coming, look at your life and examine. And then I may. What are you doing? That's making these Those are the things you need to look at. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Obedi adie, kwadwofoni die, obedi akata. So they always do obedi, obedi, baby you sleep what you eat, what all of this you depend on others. Obedi afo from Your life is like a life of a child. And it is because you are lazy. Eh so you kwadwoni ntia. But this morning I pray. Whatever error that we might have committed in the past. The Bible says, time and chance happened to them all. May the grace of God come upon you to rewrite every error in the past. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Now, this is how the, the NIV puts Proverbs chapter 12. It said that diligent hands will rule, but the lazy ends in forced labor. The lazy. It ends up in false labor. Sometimes, a human person will You don't even have strength for certain things. But because certain error was made in the past, you find yourself in certain things or certain businesses that you didn't plan of entering in. It's because you didn't do certain things. When you were young, when you were a youth, and for those of us who are youth, and our father defined youth as somebody who, who, who can stand, who can do things on his own. You can be 50 years, you are still a youth. You can be 60 years, you still a youth, as long as you can do things on your own. So a lot of us here are youth. Because we walk by ourselves. So if you are a youth, you need to listen to this message word and yes. apply it to your life. Laziness is not something that you should allow to be on you. It should not be an attitude that you must have. It should be a behavior or a habit that you must cultivate. Another consequence of being a sluggard is that you always have difficulties with your employer. I mean, oh, be, uh, because you are not doing what you are supposed and to do. And so what you are not Because of your laziness. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 26. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so shall slagger to those who send them. It's even a soul Even in the church. Oh, your worker. If you are a junior. And you are a lazy person. Only Papa and Temi are fine. Papa is not in good terms with you always. 
Because anytime my other small say you be Anytime he sends you to do something. He he is not he's not always I mean as the as a wasma before say uncle Tad yes. And to know. Like on nine the uncle. You go by yourself. Emotionally, that's a one of the ideas. Because as the child is going, imagine say Ode. Imagine hundred cities. Giving hundred cities to. I'm a. I can't get to us on the other side. Child to go and buy something. What do you mean by that? I can't even buy it. Will you be at peace with yourself? If he if he hasn't returned, Obi Oye Kwa Junibia. Every lazy person. Sana etie. So so small Kwa Junibia. Sana etie. That is how. Ajuya Debi Awo no no. You are not always happy. Debi Awo ni ye. So a lazy person, you. He's, he always have difficulties with his employers. And so towards him, me, me, me boss in Pema. They always say their boss doesn't like them. Me boss, Ochimi. Their boss hates them because you are lazy. Who you are going to do? Now, what are the consequences of a lazy person as far as spirituality is concerned? Now we look at the physical one. The physical one now. Laziness. Causes poverty. Laziness causes loss of independence. Laziness causes difficulty with employers. Those are the physical parts. What are the spiritual impacts of laziness? Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. Laziness or slothfulness prevents others from hearing the gospel. You are a church member. We are sorry, ba. In the church. I was sorry. Our father is always saying, "Work for the Lord. Do something in the house of God." And remember that the mission of the church is that we are depopulating hell and repopulating heaven. Now, if in the church we only have members. But no workers. How can we fulfill this mission? How can we send people to go out there and win the lost? So you see that because you are being lazy and not working in the house of God. Our father said something the last time that. When we say somebody is proud, a proud person is one that does not do anything in the house of God. It's as simple as that. In the same way, if you want, really want to see a lazy person, if you want to see a lazy person, ask yourself, am I doing something for God in the church? What are you contributing? Because note that when you don't do anything, the church suffers a lack of growth. We are not able to grow because who can we send? The person that we want to send, he doesn't want to do it. And the root cause is laziness. It's as simple as that. Because it's hard work. And if you are a lazy person, you can't do it. So in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18, Jesus Christ said, Go! A lady person will not go. Because on page you man. Because they don't like working. It's on yet. So they won't do it. But the commandment of Jesus is that we must go. Yes, yes, yes. So the, from, from the verse 8, he said that then Jesus came to them and said, Yes, you know, 
So if you are in the kingdom of God, you say you are a believer, you are a Christian. If you are somebody that God has given you, giving you the authority to become a son or his daughter. Because in the book of John chapter 1 verse 12, as many as received him, as many as believed on his name, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. So if you are a son in the house, you must work. One month. One month. One month. So if so if you if you are a son and you are not working, is the diagnosis done laziness? It's as simple as that. Also, we are born again. You say what for Jesus? Now, so you are born again. You are five years Now, we are afraid. Yes, so you are a master. As you are child, you have to work for your master. And I can't be be. Matthew chapter twenty verse eighteen. Speaking of Matthew, to to twenty. Let's go there. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18. Jesus came and told his disciples. So this is telling you and I, it is Jesus Christ that is talking. I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of Can you go by standing? Can you go by sleeping? No. Going is an action word. Yes. Going demands effort. Jesus Christ is telling you and I. Go. But your laziness will make you sleep. A little sleep. And a little slumber. So shall the work of God suffer. So spiritually when you are a lazy person, the church is affected. To a little person, the church is affected. The church cannot be a going church. If the people in the church are not ready to work, are not ready to make their hands dirty, Jesus Christ is telling you, go and make. There are two, they are, we all know, because we know what a verb is. Go and make. Making something. You can't make something by just sleeping. Go and make. This morning, are you, are you going to go? Ask the person by you, will you go? Jesus Christ is sending you. What can you do in the house of God? Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them. And you saw from Kwanne to me call. Yeah, Papa, your example said. I thought I gave an example that. Let's say in this in the year. If it's here, so obit me a evangelist, obit me evangelize you to fifty people. If you can evangelize, at the end of the year, just fifty people. But imagine, say, only be here fifty. Imagine you evangelize to fifty. Obey here fifty. You also do obey here fifty. And everyone is bringing so it is not the job only of the pastor to go out there and make disciples you must rise up from your bed don't be like the, like the door that is facing at one place and the wind is just blowing there is no progress you must rise up from the bed and go and execute the command of Jesus Christ. They go and make disciples. So spiritually, the spiritual consequence of laziness is that the church of God suffers lack of growth. It is only 
Obia on penny master Someone who doesn't like his master. Enas and master ejuma egua. Then when the business no deal, you see then they rejoice and get happy. But if you have the work of your master at heart, then you run it. You manage to come and see. You help. Jesus Christ is telling you. Yes, to catch up. You must go. You must come out of the attitude of being lazy and do something. Maybe it can be okay. Our father, those of us who have been going for house fellowship, our father has been teaching us about the structures within the structures within the church. We have church members. We have shepherds. We have adinos. We have financial adinos. Maybe because of the nature of your work, you cannot come and do some of things in the church. But your finances can also help push the gospel. So there is something that you can do. There is something that you can do in the house of God. There is something you can do. Our mother always says that your money can go where you cannot go. In Libya, like Barcelona, we are doing like that. You must. So, so, you have to help. We are bringing people from far and near. You must help. Contribute. It's also the work of God. So maybe if physically you cannot do it, so if you can do it, financially you can support. And all these things will help to make sure that the work of God does not suffer. The kingdom of God cannot suffer because of our laziness. Never. Now let's go back to Proverbs 6, verse 6 again. Note that we are making a comparison of a sluggard and an ant. Now, what we have, we have looked at some of the signs. I did a chess will be a quad We have looked at some of the consequences of what? Being lazy. Now, let us critically examine the ants. Why can we learn from the ants? Proverbs 6 verse 6. Proverbs 6 verse 6. Take a lesson from the ants, mm-hmm. you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. So what are some of the lessons that we can learn from the ants? What can we learn from the ant? And how it goes about the way it works. First one. The first thing that we can learn from the ant is that we can learn to perform with efficiency. When we plan. So that what the, the, the reason why the ant is efficient in the thing that he does is because he, he plans. So planning is very, very important. And they are saying that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Amen. Amen. So one thing that we can learn from the ant is that the ant is very efficient. And he's efficient because he plans. And you see, at a glance, eh, when you look at the ant hill, you see that one uh, ant hill. Have you seen an ant hill before? You see the ants going. When you say, no, they look disorganized. But they look disorganized. They plan. In fact, animals. 
So you must plan always. Plan. Again, to perform with efficiency, there must be a participation. So you are talking about efficiency. Efficiency yeah, demands that you plan. To abroad, you must plan your life. That is the only way you can be efficient. And another thing is that efficiency demands that there is participation. You must come and work. Let us work together. When we answer, you see them, they are going together. They are coming together. Everybody is playing it fast. What part are you playing in the church? Are you just a bench woman? Are you just an observer? You come over. Oh, something will preach you. The pastor preached well today. Oh, something will preach you. Next week, if you be a member, or no preach a member, is that what you do? Or you actively participate in the things of God. The church cannot be efficient. Sorry, no. If all of us we are not participating in what the church is doing. It's like when you are walking. Imagine say you are walking. Then the, one of the legs says it will not move. You cannot walk. Every part of your body, the brain, is sending messages to the hand. It is going on. There must be active participation. Tell the person by you don't be a, a passive participant. Be an active participant. Be active participant. So the Bible is that we should take a look at an ant hill. You will not see an ant just sitting around and steady and standing around doing nothing. Every one of them has a job. Every one of them has a part to play. What part are you playing in the church? What part are you playing? Ants work together in harmony. This one has stepped on my leg. This one has done that to me. They are moving together. They are coming together. They work in harmony. So the Bible says, as much as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. Even animals. live at peace with each other. Even they don't have no sense. They don't have sense like us. They don't have brains like us. But they are able to work together in harmony. And so here they are by us what? We are in the same. We are in the same. And the pastor preached and the pastor me. And I'm not coming once again. And the word of God is suffering. Thou sluggard. Go to the ant. Consider his wish. And learn. The ant. It's not offended. They work together in harmony. They are able to do things because. They are not busy talking and fighting among themselves. They don't fight among themselves. 
Our father always says that. It is only people that do not work in the house of God that find time to discuss. Even you can be a worker and if you are not working well. Because time to talk. You see, time Why is the time that you are going to talk? Baba say. So somebody who is always hard working, he finds little time in going to converse and gossip. Another thing that we can learn about the ants is that we can learn the ant partnership. They partner with one another. On their own, each ant's behavior is relatively what? Useless. It's useless. But when they are together, they can build. There's one at A. Atomic junction. Atomic junction. It's very tall and big. It's because they are partners. They see themselves say, when he does this, they don't fight each other. So one thing that we can learn from the ants is that we can learn the ants' partnership. So even in our marriages, we can learn the behavior or the, the thing, the, how the ant does his thing. Because anywhere there is good partnership, things strive. On their own, let me read it. On their own, each ant behavior is relatively useless. But when swarms of ants come together, the patterns optimize naturally That's and allow one. them to accomplish tasks. Imagine, say, even Barsena, yeah, maybe enough flowers and quiet, they are for Abba. Ah, sorry. Now, the other people are not bringing so flowers. So please, we need to learn these things. How to partner each other in such a way that the work of God does not suffer. An instruction will come from the bishop. Do this, do that, do this. Let us put ourselves as workers. Let us do. Papa say, Oba. Papa says when you check in, check in, register in the right the time you came in the register. Make sure that you do it. When you do it, it means that you understand what it means to partner well. Because it takes an instruction, and it takes people heeding to the instruction for certain tasks. And it's one thing that we learn from the answer that when you are an outsider looking in the efforts of the ant sometimes to you they look very disorganized. But when you really look at it and you study it everything they are doing it with a purpose. And they have something in mind 
something to achieve in mind. But to the outside, nobody can say, ah, go for the home with me. But they are foolish. When we started the bathroom, some people said, those who have stopped the church, he is from the outside looking in. What foolish thing is Papa doing like that? This money are using for bathroom. It's just foolishness. But he is outside looking in. So he doesn't know the impact of the bathroom on the church. It's we are outsider. Be careful the way you judge. Again, one thing that we can learn about the aunties. There is solidarity. There is solidarity as far as the aunt is concerned. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. Are you there? Wow. Uh-huh. He said, there is 12, 18. There is that, but give me another version. Uh, remove from Israel. Now, the ants move together, they eat together, and work together as a team <inaudible> to <inaudible> get done what needs to be done. Amen. There is solidarity. It's a teamwork. And then together we do it. The choir sings. It is a teamwork. And yes, no, no, no. They work together. Let's look at Hebrews rather, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1. Hebrew Let love for your fellow believers continue and be a fixed practice with you. Never let it fail. And you see, the only way we can work together is when there is love. So we cannot work together as a team if there is no love. So do this one feel offended. Always one. Where is Obiati? No. But the ants, no, they don't do that. They don't want that. They love each other. They um, work together. And that's what we must learn. Another thing that we must learn from the ants is that there is sharing. They share their food. Who say Ediani be? Who say that Ediani be? Who now? Who now? One food. They are all eating it. Who say Ediani na baku? Etisa akoko akoko. Ana ejamwa. Some of us, our attitude is like a cat. There's no sharing. But the ants, they share. They share their food, their facility, and even look for each other's young. Are you sharing? And my papa tells a story about a pig and a cow. So the cow, the cow gives milk. And what does pig give? Pork. Pork. Those things. Now, so there is a story. So the pig was like, ah, now there be a mouth for pig cow. What do people always like the cow? And they don't like me. And they are so. Mema pork. One one pork. Yes, Lord. Yeah. 
I'm able to share whilst I'm alive. But you only share when you are dead. People only benefit from when we are dead. Whilst we are still alive, we don't share what we have. I hope you understood the story. What you have to say? Go to Anansi. Anansi. Go to Anansi. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. Oh, obey ya, the person number four. If he has four children, like Mama, we could do back, we could do back, we could do back. You give all of them. Oh, we have a sign, oh, wait, and you come back. Mama, half. Give me half. 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 On one corner, when you're two, he has two banana. Open in a half, half. And they all half, half. Kukwanaanse is wise in his own eyes. Are you wise in your own eyes? When you're two, na, you must share. As I would charge. Say to the person by you, share. We no be share the one, oh. Maybe a a rabna or oh. Baby Rabana, so person, man, you know what she does? Daddy sharing is caring. That only will be charged. just don't know. Or can't ask him. We are woman. Stop it, man. Who's give her? And it is true. Sharing is caring. You can't say you care about somebody and you don't share your things with the So we must learn from the ants. The ants they share what they have. What is it that you have that you can share with the church? That you hidden. You must share. Don't be like the pig. Who only shares when it is dead. Share whilst you are still alive. They're very wicked. Don't give anything. See, people pray. Die. Die so I get the property. When you don't share, that is the prayers people pray for you. But don't be in a situation whereby people must pray for you to die before they can enjoy what you have. Why you are still alive? You must share. Share your resources. Share your money. Share your food. Share what you have. You must go to the ants and learn this grace. Amen. If you are clapping for Jesus, then you are filled. Clap for Jesus. Obama I'll be wrapping up very soon. Now, another thing about the ant is that the ant is always prepared. You must learn about the ant preparedness. Ants don't know what is called procrastination. You always see them, they are working. They don't know that the weather is cold. They don't know that the weather is, is hot. They are always prepared. Whether in season or out of season. They gather food. While it is still warm. And take it into their colony. Their aunt is always prepared. My father says that. See a prepared man. When he meets his opportunity. Is equal to success. When you are prepared, an opportunity comes. Success is what follows. But when you, you lack preparation, when your, your opportunity comes, you are always found wanting. 
The ant is always prepared. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 8. Provided her meat in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. So, no wonder he does not want. Because he is always prepared. Are you prepared? If as a member you are prepared, sorry, but what is the one? When it rains, you but because you are not prepared, when it rains, no, when you excuse, it's you have to give you But if you are prepared, you have bought yourself an umbrella. When it's raining, you use it. You bring, you come to church with it. How is your preparation? Do you prepare? Proverbs chapter 30, verse 25. I'll be bringing my message to us. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 25. Are we there? Proverbs chapter 30, verse 25. Ant are creatures of little strength. Yes. Now so they store up their food in the summer. If God doesn't help you. No, ko wari ko fanti te semia. And you marry ko fanti. Is man on one? When she cooks the food, sadi. Inchefua, tinapa, tinapa, tuna, tuna. Yes. Obedi ni si keni na. Spend all my money. Obedi ni si keni na yia. When you are done, somebody told me a story. Obedi kasi mi chemi. He said he had an uncle. Was it now? Oh, wafadia. No, was he kapa? He was very rich. So catch any uncle, uncle, uncle. Koto ka. Buy a car. Never more be no fine year. You give it to somebody to work. Oh, what's the car? They be be with them. Oh, the car will die. Oh, sorry. Ah, oh, check the room. Now, only the car. Now he's no having no money. He's spent all the money for food. Oh, sorry, because he couldn't prepare like the ants. Would you be just a notice and store up certain things for himself so that in the days of adversity, he can fall on it. Oh, but you mean I didn't want to? Was it check the room? Ask the person by you. Spending. Each old man, Are you? Open the can. I say. Someone said. Meba. Ekwa. Wearing fancy new. Maria fancy. Wearing fancy now. Maria fancy. Oh, when I'm about to talk about about my when I'm married, you give you meat. When I'm fancy for the world, we are one tell. Fancies like meat a lot. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Bless my Jesus. And the last thing that we can learn about the ants, and yeah, I'm bringing all. my message to a close, As I'm is the ant perseverance. Ants have the ability to survive all kinds of weather. They adapt well, no matter the circumstances. And they are very resilient. When we say, you see, talk, and I say, wet and I are very cold. Ants, they are always busy. They are always busy. Always, oh dear, your mistake. Now, is she back on top of them? And let one just come up a fast for this year. You come and just get it. They, do, they don't care whether Oba, Oba, who are not so old, they will come and they will come. Omeba, Omeba. It's my video, man. Omeba. It doesn't matter what you put in place. The ant will always, always find ants around. They always persevere. And that is what we must learn from the ants. Life will not give you what you want. Life will give you what you demand. 
so that when things become difficult, we are still able to stand tall and say, No, I will not give up. Life is not for people who, who are quitters. The Bible says, Be steadfast, immovable. You must persevere like the ants. Go to the ants and learn his ways. Consider his ways. And one of the ways of the ants is that the ants persevere. You must learn to persevere. Amen. So, back to Proverbs chapter 6. Don't forget this. Memorize it. Go to the ants. Thou sluggard. Consider her ways. And be wise. This morning, God wants you to be wise. And one of the ways you can become a wise person is by looking at something as little as the ants. This particular verse is suggesting that or it's not suggesting that all poor people are lazy. Please, I'm saying the text here is not suggesting that all poor people are lazy people. Not that leisure is wrong. As a person, sometimes you have to get time it doesn't mean that you are a lazy person. But if we come to our work looking for an, an easy way out, we always want an easy His life is by chance. Not a better way, not better. Your life is based. You want you always want the easy way out. When you are like that, what is you are a lazy person. God says, go to the ants. So if laziness turns us from our responsibility, poverty will soon prevent us from living a life that is full of fruitfulness and productivity. So this morning, the lesson here is go to the ants and learn from me. Laziness is a thief. It will rob you of your time of your potential and of your personal progress. That is what laziness does. But this morning is my prayer that you will not allow Satan to cause laziness. Let me tell you, the Bible said the enemy comes to to kill and to destroy. The enemy will want to steal your fruitfulness by causing you to be lazy. This morning, if you want to be productive, if you want to remain fruitful, then 
desist from the habit of laziness. Jesus said, Jesus in John, chapter 15, verse, I believe verse 16, he says, you have not chosen me but I have chosen you to go and bear fruit Jesus Christ wants you to bear fruit but laziness will prevent you from bearing the fruit ye have not chosen me but I have chosen you this morning this is the word of Jesus Christ it is the desire of Jesus Christ that you bear fruit and you bear fruit by overcoming the sin of laziness be on your feet. You are the bound of Gilead. You are the rose of Sharon. You are
chapter 4 verse 16 the bible said that come boldly to the throne of grace this morning i don't know what laziness has robbed you of maybe laziness has robbed you of, of your personal progress in life you are at a place in your life that you do not fathom that you will be but because of certain errors in the past that pain has caused certain things to be amiss in your life this morning Jesus Christ is calling you let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need if you are here and you need God to help you to overcome the sin of laziness it is one thing knowing what your problem is and it's another thing finding a solution one thing that you must understand is that one way of solving a particular problem is knowing that that problem exists if you are here and you want God to help you to overcome the sin of laziness as the song is being sung by the singers I want you to boldly come here because we have, we have learned yes, what you know. laziness can do yeah, to a person. So as the singers are singing, I want you to come. Jesus is calling you. Yes, Say, come boldly. Don't be shy. Come boldly before God and obtain help. Some of us, we need help to overcome this. We need help to overcome these things that has plagued our lives and is robbing us of our, our, our progress and our breakthrough. I want you to come. We will pray for you and ask God to help you to overcome this. You are the of God has a balm of Gilead here to help you to overcome this. Please, if you want to be prayed for, I want you to come. Learned is that if you are not able to complete a task, you need grace. Maybe you start the project, you cannot finish it. You need grace to be able to overcome that. Maybe you are not somebody that works in harmony with one another. Please come.
Of laziness, of laziness in my life, in, life. in the name of Jesus. Name of 